Who gave me permission to do this? <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes we're gonna laugh and sometimes we're gonna cry. That's just the way it goes. Welcome to Stupid Wise Girl, the podcast for everyone and anyone who is seeking their purpose, who wants to change but might feel stuck. Our title is a perfect example of why you should not judge a book by its cover. Jackie aims to help everyone, not just females. Learn to dig deep into yourself in every episode and get real with what you need as we figure out exactly what that is. Whether it's a relationship or a career, we as individuals make stupid mistakes, although our wiser higher self always knew better. We must get to a place where we can accept our stupid and move forward into our wise. Here is your host, Jackie Minsky. Welcome back to another episode of Stupid Wise Girl, the podcast. We are at the end of September, and I have to say the beginning of September was rough. Not just for me, I know a lot of people had a rough September. I want to explain why. The energy in the beginning of September was meant for change. That's why it was hella draining, very draining. The first two weeks of September, I got sick. I decided to cut a bunch of people out of my life. Not because I don't love them, just because my energy shifted. I spiritually evolved somehow and I decided to make the conscious choice that I was ready to step into the next version of myself. By the way, before I forget, I really want to discuss something about the word decide that I heard on another podcast that I love. On an episode of Earn Your Happy with Lori Harder, it was episode 422. By the way, can we just say for someone who was on episode 34, how behind on life I felt? Not to compare, but I have a long way to go for all of you to get to 422. So big round of applause for Lori Harder, who actually, whether she knows it or not, and maybe she will hear this or maybe she won't, but she actually, well, first let me tell you the story. So she wrote Decide on her arm with a pen, and it came from a story about a young girl who's actually her daughter's friend. And I love this story that I just had to share it because if someone doesn't listen to Lori Harder unless you live under a rock. But if you happen to be listening to my podcast and don't know who Lori Harder is or how to or earn your happy the podcast, pretty much her friend's daughter ran track, runs track. I, I apologize. And she I guess was running slow, never really was winning. And then all of a sudden she started winning first and second place in the races that she was running. And her mom came up to her and said, well, how did you start winning the races? And she said, I just, and I'm quoting exactly how Lori Harder said it. I just decided. So. Yeah, I just decided that I was ready for a step closer to my highest potential, which we're always trying to reach. But as Sierra said, I guess I leveled up. And what I wanted to say to Lori Harder, who may or may not hear this, is she did decide because 422 episodes, you decided 
to, to stay committed to your podcast and to all of us. So thank you for deciding. You have to understand when you're separating yourself from certain people in your life and you're breaking patterns, which you guys know I love talking about, broke some patterns. I broke patterns and I separated from certain people that I was used to that were in my life and I decided they no longer, unfortunately, serve my highest potential, which, by the way, is really hard to do when you care about people, to distance yourself and do that. But if you're someone who has done that or is thinking about doing that, more power to you. But September was definitely, definitely draining. And that is why today I really want to talk about energy, how to protect your energy, and my favorite thing, how to get your surroundings in your home to help you with your energy. So towards the end, stick around because I will be talking about Feng Shui also pronounced as feng shui. I think I sounded rather sexy pronouncing both. But let's get right into it, how it happened, how September started, what I learned, and then we'll get to the good stuff towards the end. Pretty much what had happened was I got sick in the beginning of September. I was throwing up. It was weird. It it was a cold It was a runny nose with vomiting. There was no fever, nothing. I know TMI, but I'm sorry. I have to explain. It was a weird thing happening. And for about a week and a half, I lost my voice almost completely. And although some of my friends did think I sounded rather sexy. Look at me trying to sound sexy now. (laughs) I, I, I lost my voice. And I was very exhausted. I was trying not to sleep. I was forcing myself to go to the gym, which, by the way, I have to say, I'm a huge, huge fan, as you guys know if you listen to the podcast, of Elena Cardone. And she says, if you want something bad enough, you're always going to show up. So when I was really ill in the beginning of September, I still made sure to go to the gym every single day, no matter what I was feeling. And even though my body was telling me, not to, which might have prolonged the reason and my sickness a little bit, but it proved to me that I really, really want to reach my highest potential. And after I physically, and this is why towards the end of the episode, I want to talk about our physical surroundings because they help mirror the internal. So when I realized how bad I want my physical body and I want to stay committed to my goals, I realized spiritually and mentally and emotional, I want the same thing for myself. I want it to all make sense. I want it all to align. I can't have a goal about my physical body and then emotionally, spiritually, and mentally be a mess because that's not how things work. Unfortunately, they don't. So I was going to the gym. I was not feeling good. And there was a few. there were a few people in my life that were just draining me a little bit of my energy. Um, And they're great people. This is not to say they're not great people, but there were certain things happening that made me feel that it was either too time-consuming emotionally or mentally. And and energy is everything. Energy is everything. Energy is everything. I mean... If you put if you take a remote control and you have two batteries, if one battery goes dead, 
the remote control will not work. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> so <laughs> I just totally pat myself on the back. So if you're trying to align yourself with your highest potential and you're doing some things great and then other things not so great, you're confusing yourself. So what you need to understand more than anything, I'm making it sound like this was like an overnight decision or that this was like a cold turkey thing that I did. You have to understand it all starts in our mind. And we hear this all the time, but I really want to try to get a little bit in depth because they say I'm good at that. <laughs> I want to get in depth about that. Um, you know, there's a meme like that. Before a woman leaves you physically, she's left you mentally a while ago. That's a fact. But it's it's very true, not just for women, but for the most part, if you really want to prepare yourself for anything, start having different conversations in your mind. So for me, two things were happening. Well, more than two things, a few things um, were, ha were happening on my insides. I was, like I said, I was drained. My energy was being drained by certain people in my life. And I had to have a, an honest conversation with myself on the inside, okay, where you're not as crazy if you have these conversations on the inside. So I had to ask myself honest questions about certain people in my life. And the main thing, the, the best question I think we can ask ourselves when dealing with somebody is, does this person contribute in any way? to me reaching my highest potential. I think that's important to say. Are they helping move you forward or are they pulling you back or are they keeping you in place? It could be romantically or it can be in a career. You know, there's a reason why sometimes people just cold turkey quit their jobs that they can't take anymore because they're done standing still it's the same thing with friendships romantic relationships and so on you can be talking to someone and the, the relationship romantically is just not progressing where you see yourself in a year or two years and you know if you stick around with this person in a year or two years you're gonna be in the same position and if you don't see yourself in that position, then it is your responsibility to yourself, to your vision, to pull yourself out of that situation. And, and it's not fair, especially if you care about people and if you love them. And sometimes we want to walk slow with people, but sometimes we got to keep it moving and you got to hope that they catch up. And if they don't, you just love them from afar. That's, that's honestly where what I've learned your responsibility to yourself, to your vision is the most important thing. And it is important for you to have a vision. It is important to you for you to see yourself in six months and say in six months, I want to be here. And then you start working towards those things towards six months and then have a vision in a year. Where do I want to be? Have a vision for a year. And you need to know where you're comfortable. You need to be the pilot, the driver, whatever term you want to be comfortable with, the creator, any term you're comfortable with. You need to be in charge of your journey. Because what happens when we're not in charge of our journey, 
is we allow too much turbulence on the journey and then we question the journey when we're the ones who have added the baggage to our journey and now we're overpacked trying to smooth fly smooth sail whatever you want to call it you have to make conscious decisions and as i said it starts with an honest conversation in your subconscious and it's not going to be overnight so if you're thinking about either quitting a job or if you're thinking about leaving a toxic relationship or distancing yourself from a friendship whatever the situation may be before you do that because you never want to do anything irrational. You, 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 we never want to be irrational. You need to get honest with yourself and think things through. And may I just suggest, when you do cut yourself off from certain people, do it with grace. Don't like wait for a fight to happen, tell a person off, and then disappear and, and be an a-hole about it. That's not what I'm trying to say whatsoever. Everything has to be done gracefully. May I just add that I do understand that sometimes certain people bring certain reactions out of us and certain people may deserve to get a few F-U-C-Ks thrown in their face. But at the end of the day, what kind of person are you trying to be? What kind of message are you trying to leave? What kind of impact are you trying to make? And allow me, first of all, forget how you care to be remembered because if you're clearly leaving a toxic situation, half the time, in the moment, in the heat of the moment, in the heat of the moment, we don't really care about the other person's opinion. We want to give them a big F-U-C-K. I get it. But if you leave any relationship, any situation, if you burn any bridge romantically and within a friendship, within a career, in a nasty way, what happens is you don't make peace with it in your mind. And it'll drive you nuts and keep replaying over and over, and you will never make peace with the situation. In order to make peace with the situation, you need to have grace in a situation. So let me just walk you through this process that I have done. As I've mentioned, this may be the third or fourth time I'm saying it, I had an honest conversation with myself. And if there was a person that I decided, okay, this person needs to exit my life, what I would do is I would mentally prepare myself and distance myself slowly. So I would maybe try a day without speaking to them. And if they contacted me, I would, you know, I'd talk a little bit here and there, but I would try to slowly see how I feel without them in my life. If I feel at peace with the distance that I have created, then I know I need to create more distance. If I realize I am being irrational, which is why I don't like to do things irrationally, then I can pull closer and gravitate towards them again. This way, they have no idea what's going on. I know it's a little unfair, but as I said, we're responsible for our journey. And if they didn't want to be in your life, they could cut you off also. So it goes both ways. But, and no one said life was fair. Unfortunately, we all know that. But, to make it fair for yourself, this is the process. So you distance yourself a little bit and you see how you feel without them. Do you miss them? Do you miss the memories or do you miss them? That's that's also key and we hear this all the time. You don't miss them, you miss the memories. 
which is true, or you miss the person they thought they were, and I can go on and on and on with the, the things, but do you miss their energy? Think about how you feel when you're around them. I think that's key. I think we need to ask ourselves this question because I don't think people tell us to ask this question. Do you miss their energy? Are they draining you or are they adding something to you? And as I've mentioned, if you distance yourself slowly and a little bit and you're okay with the space and the distance, then you know you need to gracefully exit. Let's just agree to disagree and say, I just need some space for myself. Because at the end of the day, that's all you're really doing. You just want space for yourself from an individual. We are not here to put people down. We are not, to, we are not here to tell them how to live. That makes things much more draining for us, as well as for them to hear it. We are, we're not here to control. We are only here to contribute, uplift each other. At the end of the day, that's what we, that's what love is at the core. That's, that's what we are if we really try and the more we love ourselves take care of ourselves spiritually emotionally mentally physically in all areas we're able to love and uplift those around us and we don't do that by trying to control them because if you ever notice and I've been in situations and plenty of us have been in situations whether it's parent or a friend or a spouse when someone tries to control you or have power over you it creates friction in any relationship and if you look at the person who's trying to control you it's probably because they can't control themselves or something within themselves so they seek it outside when you can control yourself you don't need to control anyone else and this is why even some of the greatest parents in the world when I hear them speak or even great uh, leaders in business and companies it's not a control thing it's a guidance and we have to let go of the control so we're not here to control we're definitely just here to contribute and uplift each other so make your exit very gracefully take the space you need and do the best you can for you, for you. And now, I wish I had a drum, but I don't, so I'm going to bang on the desk, and I hope you can hear it on the microphone. Let's get right into a few things we can do, because I have done this, and I'm going to talk about it before I get into the feng shui. Our Physical surroundings help us with our energy. If you go home or you're in a space and it's clutter, it's noisy, it's busy, your mind is going to be noisy and busy the same. And in the middle of September, I started reorganizing and changing my closet from summer to fall, winter, which is interesting because September is the beginning of fall it's it's a new season changes are happening we're shedding the trees are shedding is it shedding oh there's the stupid in me the whole episode was so great and now i'm confused if a tree sheds isn't that like a f- animal thing when an animal sh- okay let's edit this part out or leave it because it may be funny but i don't know the trees <laughs> the leaves fall off the trees that sounds better. (laughs) The leaves leave. (laughs) They go. (laughs) But it's amazing because the season is 
changing, the leaves are falling and trees are going through change. So it's amazing that spiritually a lot of us are feeling these changes. That means we're really in tune with the universe and where we are, which is why it's so important to keep your space clear and do a little thing here or there, which is what I'm going to get into now. You have to understand, besides people and energy, where you go home, where you spend your time, your energy flows or it doesn't flow. Connecting to your physical surroundings is huge. If you can just organize and clear some things, a lot of great energy will change. You will notice it. It's, it's really a thing. For example, if you have clutter under your bed on a pragmatic level, it's kind of considered almost equivalent to sleeping on problems because there's so many underneath you. As I mentioned, energy needs space to flow. Your bedroom has to be without any stagnation whatsoever. And if you don't know how to do, or if you're not really familiar with feng shui and you want to get into it, you know, there's plenty of things on the internet, which is how I started. But you could start with the most simplest thing. And it's pretty much moving 27 objects around. If you move a picture frame or you even move pillows around. It's just moving 27 things in the space. Now, you want to know why it's the number 27. Well, because this is our physical surroundings and nine is a very auspicious number, which can I say I was born on the ninth, which would explain so much. i just saying <laughs> I went opera for a second, but the number nine is a very auspicious number. And if you And 27 is a multiple of 9, and if you do 2 plus 7, it's a 9. There are no coincidences, ladies and gentlemen, but 27 is a multiple of 9. 2 plus 7 is 9. 9 is a very auspicious number. So if you move 27 things around, believe it or not, you will feel a flow of new energy. Um, Also, little things like beeswax candles, sage, we all know sage, but beeswax candles is something I recently learned. I didn't know what they, what those two do is they release negative ions. And when they're burned, it's proven, studies have proven that negative ions when released boost your mood by affecting your serotonin levels. And Little things like that go a long way because we are energy. The same way, I'm really good with the metaphors, by the way. I've been told, but I'm going to I'm gonna do it. Besides the remote control metaphor that I did earlier, I'm going to do another one right now. So get ready. <laughs> I love how I announce my, before my announcement. Listen closely. <laughs> I make myself laugh. I hope you guys laugh because if you're not laughing and I'm laughing alone, that's a problem. That's the crazy person. Um, But you know how plants, (laughs) plants, 
need sunlight and they need water and they need certain temperatures and certain things and every they need certain things to thrive, survive. It's the same thing for us. We are an energy source. We need to protect and take care of our energy. And it starts at home. It starts within. And I really, 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 really hope today's episode explained that as best as I could. I did my best. Um, But I really want you to understand you need to protect your energy. You need your energy for your visions. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning into Stupid Wise Girl. And as always, I love you. Please, if you have not yet, leave a good rating and a review. And until next time, mwah.